gear up as Cash Miller and a team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the agency power show. Hello, everyone. My name is Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters, CEO of Titan Digital. Today, we're going to be talking Google My Business. There's been so many changes, you know, that Google has been rolling out for their map listings and such, you know, and it's it's getting to be a you know something to keep up with them all because you know verifications have gotten a lot harder. There's just any number of things, but the value is still huge, and you need to be you know you've got to stay on top of your listings. You know, so today I've got with me Anthony Lloyd of Pathfinder Digital Marketing. Anthony, it's great to uh, have you here. You like to go by what, Tech Tony all the time? Tech Tony is pretty much my branding. I kind of I kind of messed up a little bit when I, when I did it because I didn't understand it you know, seven years ago. But if you Google <laughs> Tech Tony, there's, there's three of us. There's a DJ, there's a guy that owned a tech company in India, and then there's me. So we, we, we work on a few things here. Well, tell us a little about, about you know, your, uh, your agency and what you do. Well, what's up, guys? I'm Tick Tony, owner of Pathfire and Digital Marketing. Uh, we we specialize in PPC, which is paid search ads on search engines. The primary search engine, of course, being our almighty savior, Google. And we also do offer your, your traditional uh, digital marketing services as well. Um, but one of the things that I love to talk about and enjoy when it comes to uh, educational purposes is teaching businesses, especially small to medium-sized businesses, about Google My Business, um, also AKA uh, Business Profile Manager, AKA whatever they're calling it this week. <laughs> they keep changing <laughs> name on us. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I I still like the Google My Business one, but yeah, it's in, now it's Google Business Profile. Uh, like Google My Business just seemed easier to remember. Yeah, you know? GMB, GMB, GMB. That's old school ones. That's old school. Uh-huh. Or there was something else before that. Local something. I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was like just Google local or something like that. Yeah, I don't even remember because Google My Business, I think, lasted for a good five five plus years. But, yeah, you know, Google and every big tech company being what they are, they just change it just to mess with everybody. Yeah, I think because they know it's not yeah. going to, like, drive us away. There's nothing we can do about it. There's No, no, we, we deal with it and we just kind of move on. And then we might get a couple freaked out emails from our clients and tell them to calm down. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, you know. So, you know, but... The current version, Google Business Profile, is yes. it's still huge because, you know, in fact, if anything, it's going to become um, a bigger player within the search results just because, you know, things like, uh, you know, it, you know, you've got AI, they've got BARD rolling mm-hmm. out and everything, and it's going to change the results. But the way people access maps, you know, I say it's just driving more and more traffic because of the map app and stuff that you use, you know, on your phone. When you're looking for local businesses, you know, it doesn't matter if you're looking for a lawyer or an HVAC company or whoever else, you know, mm-hmm. so there's tons of value that you're going to get from it. Um, but, okay. you know, let's, let's talk about the, the real big keys to why, you know, why your map listing matters, why you need to keep it up to date and stuff, you know, why businesses really have to pay attention to it. Well, just like you mentioned earlier, it's one of the biggest things that people that search are going to see because right now, uh, especially if you're a local service like an HVAC, you're going to have your local service ads, the Google guarantee up there. And then you're going to have whatever ads appear organically, one to four different types of ads, depending on what you search on your, on your personal search history, depends on the size of the ads that you see. Um, if you're in the beta test for BARD, then you have a big giant section of the BARD's going to take up. Yep. But then underneath that, it's going to be the ad. I mean, the, it's going to be the Google My Business listings. 
Um, if you're on your mobile phone, I think the very first thing that, that businesses are going to see, and if obviously if they're using Google Maps, that's just what they're going to see is the uh, the Google Map business. They might see an ad on the Google, on on the uh, on the platform, but more than likely you're going to see those top three spaces show up. And it's just so valuable to businesses when whenever whenever I talk to a new client, regardless if they use me or not. First question is, you look at your Google My Business profile, and about ninety percent of the time they're just going to go, "What? What's that?" I go, like, "AK the maps." You show up on the maps, yeah. And majority of the time, like, "Oh, I don't know who's what." And it's the first thing we do is that we gain access to their listing, whether it's manually uh, going to Google. Googling their company and then clicking the uh, request and manage button. And then sometimes it's not managed by anybody. So, you know, that's good for them or a past employee that no longer works for the company had it. So there's a, a flurry of yeah. gaining proper control of that listing because a lot of businesses, they understand that needs to be kept in house. The owner of the business needs to maintain that and then delegate access to whoever needs it. Yeah. Uh, they all, I try to help my, my clients understand like, Hey, you know, don't let, Grubhub or something random like some guy from India that promises to give you five star reviews all the time, getting access to your listing, especially ownership access. Yeah, and that's one of the first things that what we maintain is getting that listing properly under whoever the heck needs to be the owner of it, and then delegating access to whoever needs to have that listing. And so it's amazing when 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 you gain it and they first, especially the first time they look at it or they said it and forget it and they this the first time they looked at it like years or even sometimes months mm-hmm. and then they'll see even here in the Dothan market which is a small market there's like 165,000 people in this area so technically speaking low search volume as a comparison to my clients in Atlanta and New York they're having hundreds of searches if it's somewhat maintained it tends to be correct even if it's not correct they're still getting relevant searches to their GMB and they go Holy cow, like 695, 695 people searched yeah. for my product and services. I showed up in front of them. And I go, yes. Now, what would, how, how would 5%, 10% of those people, what type of effect would that have on your business? And I'd be like, that'd be amazing. Because any marketer, I can't promise you 695 new leads per month. In fact, most small businesses can't handle that. And having too many leads, can damage a business just as much as having too little leads as well. And it's just an eye opener to them to put forth the effort to maintain their listing so they show up effectively and properly. Yeah, one of the things you mentioned, um, you know, because right out the gate, obviously, you got to have ownership of the profile and stuff. And, you know, a lot of businesses do have ownership of the of their profiles. The, you make a really good point, though, about it should be the owner of the business. You know, as an agency, we can be given uh, a manager's access, you know, to it. We don't need to own it or anything to be able to do what we want to, you know, need to do for that profile. But one of the things that I've seen, uh, because in a few cases for some uh, much older clients that we have, we actually do have managers access or the uh, ownership access because we probably set it up years ago. Um, We don't do that as a typical thing. But, you know, um, one thing to be aware of, because who, you know, has that access, who owns that really does matter because ownership can, you know, if you have the ownership access, you control everything about it. You can remove your managers, add managers and stuff. You don't ever want to have an employee, but you also need to be wary. We've been getting um, fake requests to change ownership access. 
you know, from people that, you know, like we don't know who they are. You know, they're just randomly reaching out and stuff, you know, because you'll get the request through Google. So we'll get an email saying so and so has requested access and you some, see some Gmail address or something of somebody you never heard of. But it's important that you have that ownership access. The business owner owns the profile, not an employee or something, because you can end up having the mistake made that they might grant that request. And then yep. your profile is going to be held hostage. That's probably, you know, that's the likely outcome if you give it away. So if you own it, you're never going to get, you know, you're never going to make that mistake because it's like, you know, you're going to see the request. You're going to know it's fake because you're the only person that should own it. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I, I help my clients with that. They receive, uh, I see that on my end and I'm, my client calling, hey, who's this? Like, I don't know who that is. Boom, we hit uh, do not accept. And then I'm currently working on a case right now where the client had a disgruntled employee and they just defaced and damaged uh, the Google My Bills listing. And that's, that's yeah. damaging to this client. And it, yeah, that's totally those kinds of things happen. And you're talking, you know, that those profiles, the years of development, potentially, you know, in the sense of how, how many things that are linked to it and stuff, how much content mm -hmm. you put on it and everything and starting from scratch can really hurt your business. I mean, it can cost you sales. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, you start over. Uh, your GMB, in most cases, it's the baseline foundation for your online reputation for your company. Yeah, everything connects to it. Uh, there will be Facebook lead. I mean, Facebook reviews or Google reviews, obviously, which are the best. Anywhere else you show up, anything, anything uh, else attached to you will show up more likely show up on your GMB. Uh, we had a client yesterday that somebody uh, messed up their, with their listing, and it was down for three weeks. And this client, she went from receiving seven to twelve phone calls a day to three phone calls a week. Yeah, because their GMB listing was down. That was damaging to the business and now we we're able to get it up relatively quick that took about three days but um that, that can destroy our business yeah it really can that's the thing that's what people don't understand because often like i say it's it's recording its own traffic separately it's not recording mm -hmm. you know websites and stuff you know you're going to be able to see in your google analytics the traffic that came from your map listing but you're not going to be able to see the phone calls it generated and stuff without going into the listing you know the listing itself has its own set of stats yeah you know, so like you mentioned you know that you can see how many people saw the listing you can see how many people clicked on stuff and how many people you know called the phone number and whatnot um and so they don't realize until it disappears you know until <laughs> something happens yeah how how much of a positive impact it was having on the company yeah those are the ones that that somewhat uh pay attention to it as well i mean maintaining a listing it's it's not hard but it is time consuming you sit there you build up your services you make sure you got the right things clicked on it your phone number's correct um your website connected to it if you don't have a website you use the uh, google my business website builder which is better than nothing it's something to get you to know there type of situation but it's having all everything built out properly and the biggest thing and i don't know why businesses fight me on this so much you might have the same problem content post your pictures post yeah. your videos on there uh <laughs> and if you because a lot of businesses they, they post to facebook they post to facebook they post to facebook and they give no love to anything else i get it yeah. facebook's a great profile it has its place when it comes to lead generation but I tell them, hey, if you're posting to Facebook, take that same exact picture and put it on Google My Business. It takes five more minutes for you to do this. 
yeah, no, that's totally, uh, you know, something that you need to be doing because, you know, it's a signal for Google and stuff if you have activity going on on the profile, you mm -hmm. know, whatnot. And so it's a positive mm -hmm. signal. It wants to see that kind of stuff. And you also have, you know, a lot of other things that go on within the profile anyway because, you know, the number of reviews, you know, the, the number of reviews that some of these profiles have get are, you know, are up to now, it's getting insane the counts you know so people are going on there you know it's like back in the day um you know people would leave reviews for restaurants or whatever on mm -hmm. yelp and whatnot but now everybody goes to google and you have systems like you know podium and bird eye and you know others that are really good for generating additional reviews so you said uh like uh, before the show we talked and you used to work for a car dealer and stuff and uh yeah. you know they are some of the most insane review numbers that you can get. I mean, we're talking two, three, five thousand reviews, you know, because because they're using these systems and stuff. So the counts are up there. I mean, it's all this activity that goes on in this profile, you know, that you don't necessarily realize. Now to, to small businesses listening to this, when it comes down to reviews, it's something very important that they need to remember. Only get reviews from people that have user services. You don't leave a review, your mom doesn't leave a review, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is, don't leave reviews on your listing because Google will take, will, will take those reviews down. They seem that they're biased. And Google does figure this out. I had a girl today, I'm part of a, a business group that gets together and they talk about business and whatnot. Anyway, she was like, hey, if you can, leave me a review on Google My Business. I was like, and I immediately was like, only if you use her business. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how Google can figure that, can figure that that's a, a legitimate review or it's not. And What's great, there's a couple of different things, in, several different things in reviews that are very effective. One, if people talk about a certain service, you get highlights. And you go to my business, you'd be like, replies yeah. quickly. A lot of people talk about website design, Google, whatever it may be. You know, great barbecue, barbecue, family environment, things like that. That's really good. And then um, reply to reviews. Reply to every single review. Um, your reply as a business owner doesn't have to be crazy detailed, but Google likes to see that. They yeah. they like to see that the business owner takes time to reply to these reviews and get this um, and talk to their well their past clients as well. But they need to be careful. Um, I I read and correct me if I'm wrong. Still, um, coffee shops. This particularly they seen this problem with coffee shops where. Someone's sitting down at a coffee shop. They're using the coffee shop's local free Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. and they're leaving reviews in the coffee shop. And some of those have been deemed biased as well. <laughs> which, which is really silly. They're probably because of the Wi-Fi issue. You yeah. Know, so they're, so, they're, they're seeing where the review, you know, how it was exactly. left. So they're assuming it's employees or something. And they're getting taken down. And so I tell all my clients, hey, you know, if you're, if you're a small uh -huh. business, first of all, you need to be collecting names, phone numbers, and emails, if anything name and email and then after the service is done if you're an hvac plumber whatever it may be two to three days later as long as they're a happy client obviously two to three days later yeah, right. <laughs> the, the review link and the review link is pretty good you can email it you can text it and for the lack of better terms it's damn near idiot proof <laughs> <laughs> damn near i say because <laughs> there's still some issues there and you, they, they click it, they can leave the review. And it, Google tries to make that process as easy as possible. I was compared uh, to other platforms where it's not as easy. But then again, like we try to leave a review on Facebook, Facebook doesn't care about your business. It just wants your money. Where Google actually yeah. 
does to a degree care about what people say about your company as well. Yeah, because I mean the, the Google, you know, the profile itself is free, you know, to begin with. You know, and like free. Yeah. And it is actually free. You know, like I say a lot of things, you know, with Google are not, but that one is, you know, and you know, but there is just still an investment of time. And you make a really good point too of, you know, get reviews from people that have actually done business with you. There are a lot of services that exist out there that will help you get a bunch of reviews don't use them because they're you know yeah you'll get the reviews um but if they're not you know they're not legit yeah google will eventually figure it out it may not figure out that all of them are not right you know if it does it's going to start penalizing you and stuff for that um i know of a uh an agency and don't do this kind of thing either too because i know of an agency that i won't mention that they went incentivized their employees to say everybody you get that's a friend of yours you know like we don't want you to do the review but we'll pay you for every person that you you know gave them 25 bucks per you know person to go on oh it my God. i'm not kidding and you know it was a place that had like 30 people or something so they ended up you know everybody's getting basically bounties for every review that they can prove that a buddy of theirs gave you know to the business and stuff and and I know how, and you know how I know that they were fake because mm. I spotted two of my own employees have been giving them reviews. Oh no. <laughs> Profiles in their name. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So somebody, you know, they were willing to pay him or something, you know? So it's like, you know, so don't do those kinds of things. Those are unscrupulous. They're not, you know, there's plenty of ways to no find out. It's yeah. crazy how detailed they can do this type of stuff, man. Yeah, and there's plenty of ways to get legitimate reviews. Like I say, there's good software systems, you know, that you can use that can help put it, make it more of an automated process so you don't have to spend as much time. But you can, you know, they're going to tap into your CRMs, you know, or your accounting and such, you know, where it's, hey, this is a new customer. Let's send them a request because now we can see a service is completed, you know. So, yes, reviews are huge. People are reading them constantly, especially in certain categories, restaurants and things like that. But service providers and you really have to pay attention, you know, like um, one of the things that, you know, just to finish on the review subject, um, one of the things I had recently happened was I ended up with a cracked windshield and mm-hmm. I was going to use um, a, a safe light auto glass. I wanted to get the repair done on a Saturday. This is why you need to monitor this stuff. Uh, so I wanted it done on a Saturday. I figured they could do it. I went to their mm-hmm. profile, found the local you know, franchisee and stuff. Um, and they had a rating of, I think it was 2.4 with a hundred reviews. Yeah. Yeah. And so needless to say, this is why you need to pay attention, you know, because their their rating was getting killed. They're not doing anything about it. I read some of those reviews. They were horrible. So I waited till Monday and and hired somebody else. They were the only one on a Saturday. I'm like, if everybody's experience is you know that bad i'm not about to do business with them i'm gonna i'm gonna take the advice of the reviews and i'm gonna go somewhere else and that's what i did so you want to stay on top of this stuff reviews are a little bit of a double-sided sword sometimes want to say it so if you're listening to this and you leave reviews remember google will highlight you on where you've left reviews as the reviewer and it shows, I love it. It's mostly on desktop. If you go to your reviewer, you click on their name, it pulls up a separate window, and it works primarily on desktop. And it shows you where they left all the reviews, little pin drops. <laughs> you can see where oh, someone's wow. in. So it's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a story. If you're 
um, on my TikTok page, I'll do reviewing the reviewer videos, mm-hmm. and I I will it's public, so it's not like I have to do anything special to find this person, but it'll show their profile, and they're like, this is a very negative person. They, 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 they leave nothing but one star reviews. Yeah. So like, don't be a jerk on Google because you get I can leave a review because I or anybody can see where you've been, what reviews you left, yeah. what pictures you posted things like that. So it's a little bit of a double fight. So like right now, I got a two-star review for Pathfinder Digital Marketing. And so I alerted my secretary and this person's not in our system, not yeah. packed, not current. And so we're just like, what the heck? Now I'm still gonna reply to it professionally because if you're a small business uh, and you get your first, I always tell them, they're like, yeah, we got like 35 reviews and they're all five-star. I'm like, that's great, keep it up. Eventually, you're going to get one star, two star. When they do, they freak out. And I tell them, hey, there's a couple different ways to resolve this. Can you personally reach out to the client that you conducted the business with? They say yes or no. I say, great, let's reply to it. And then reach out to the person, fix the issue, and see if they'll change the review on my business. And there's a couple different ways to do this. When it happens to the small business, take a breath, calm down, see if it's legit, see where this person came from and then try to resolve the issue in-house as well. Yeah, and if it's not legit and you know you've never done business with them, you can submit a um, a dispute, but know <laughs> that Google is not great about resolving those things in your favor. Yeah, like I've, what I've seen, uh, a trend that I've seen is people that can be, you know, think of it as a, you know, maybe your competition, something like that. They wanna just damage your rating. Mm-hmm. They'll go in, they'll do a one-star review. They won't leave a review, but it's Google will, but Google won't take this the stupid rating down. You know, and yeah, it's like I say, it's it's something you, you know, the typical advice to combat it is go get more good reviews. You know, you have to also and it is. Yeah, and you also have to remember, like, and it's fine to have a four point nine or you know, like if you got five hundred reviews and you got a five, I'm going to suspect you're not legit, you know, on all That's those true. reviews. So you have to consider that. So it's okay to have a four point nine or something. It just says you're not perfect. Um, but the other thing to do also, you want to consistently go after reviews because people are more inclined to give you a negative review because they're mad. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you messed up and the service was bad or whatever, they will, you know, they were are totally more inclined to give a negative review than a positive review. Yep. You know, so you have to continuously solicit from your clients, you know, your customers, um, you know, for positive reviews. And you're not, you can't incentivize them or anything like that. You're just saying, oh, hey, if you loved, yeah, if you loved doing, you know, um, the service we provided, please give us the review. And if you're not consistently, you know, um, soliciting them then you're going to have the problem of the few you know the few people that are mad they'll be the ones leaving the reviews you could be right do a beautiful job a hundred times mess it up once and it'll be the one person you messed up that'll leave the review and the hundred you got right that won't do anything if you ask that some of them will and i know we spend a long time talking about reviews but they're ridiculously important as well yeah Another, another thing that's ridiculously important is um is a simple problem. Please make sure the times of your business are correct on Google. I can't tell you, and there's a couple of rants on TikTok that I've made videos about how many times I go to a business, says they're open, and they're not. 
especially in here in I'm calling it out here in Dothan, Alabama, where a lot of restaurants we have a we have a ton of restaurants in Dothan, Alabama. I mean, a ton of them. And um a lot of them are open at like funky times where they're like uh six to five, Mondays and Tuesdays and like ten oh, to yeah. twelve. <laughs> it is random off the wall. Yeah. Please, like, like Google will even send you an email saying, "Hey, this holiday is coming up. What are your holiday hours?" Yeah, um, and they'll say on the uh, the listing, "Holiday hours may differ." If you update your hours, update your listings, it really helps people figure out when can I go and conduct business, especially if you are a business that depends on physical foot traffic. Somebody walk into your business, make a purchase, and they walk out type of situation. Yeah. It's, I can't tell you how many times I, I, I usually, if I can help it, I know it's a little more expensive, but if I can help it, I shop local all the time. I try and find a local business to, for whatever my needs may be. But if I try to, if I go, if I have to go shop physically and their hours aren't correct and they're closed, but online it says they're open, can't tell you how yeah. annoying that is. Yeah. And know that that can end up soliciting you a bad review too. Cause so there's. There is something about you know Google's algorithm um, because you can list yourself as open twenty four hours and stuff like that. And what one of the things Google's algorithm will do is if you are you know for example you're you're searching for whatever and you've got two businesses or whatever and you've got one though that says I'm open eight to five the other says I'm open twenty four hours and if it's six o'clock. If it was between eight and five, that business is probably, you know, might be the one that would normally rank. But mm -hmm. if it's after hours and the other one says it's open, it prioritizes based on hours. It does. Yeah. yeah. It so does. It, will, it will bump the other one up. But if you're not really open, don't you know, for, yeah, for one, you know, and yes, you're, you're potentially taking business away from other people. You know, so which you know i'm sure you're not going to necessarily be sad about or anything like that but if you can't actually if you're not actually open to do anything with it all you're doing is getting you know that can make you look bad because you're saying you're open yeah. open 24 hours when you're really not or you have emergency service and you really don't so you really do need to pay attention to your hours they can hurt your seo ranking even if you have a phone answering service like where someone wants the phone after hours unless like I tell some of my plumbers and electrician clients when, when, uh, cause they, they do, some of them do 24 hour emergency services. So we make sure on their website, it says 24 hour emergency services. And then it mimics it on the GMB listing. Cause you're, cause Google will look at your website and look at your GMB listing to see if things are relevant. Yeah. Uh, type of thing. Relevancy, relevance across the internet as well. And if that relevance isn't correct, some, well, more than not, Google will auto correct it. Your listings on its own, yeah, and it gives you it'll give you a little email alert, and if you're not business not paying attention to it, it could that auto correction yeah. was not perfect. That auto correction could be wrong, yeah. or somebody uh, themselves can request a change on your GMB listing, and if you don't pay attention to it, you get three days. If you don't respond to it in three days, it changes back. Now, hence, it's not cemented in there. You can go back there and edit it yourself, but. For some businesses that are essentially busy, how much damage can be caused if you're not paying attention to your listing and Google's just like making crap up about you? <laughs> uh, type of information. Yeah. So yeah, but pay attention to take the time to sit down, pay attention to everything, fill everything out that you can. Um, if you have a question, chances are you can Google that question, someone made a YouTube video to answer it. 
um, or reach out to a marketer for some tips and fill that fill your times off properly. No, are we open holidays? Are we closed during the holidays? Do we have special hours uh, for type of holidays? Do you actually deliver or have curbside <laughs> service? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Because um, a lot, because what Google, what Google does a lot is, it, like I said earlier, it looks at your website, looks at where other places you're listed, and then compares it to your GMB and will start making changes on its own. Um, another mistake I see a lot of businesses do is that they will keyword stuff on their title. Yeah. Like pause, AC, HVAC, home, small business, local, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's not necessary. Yeah, if you and that's the other thing is is what people, you know, like the last thing we you know we'll cover is um, people don't realize these listings can be optimized. Okay, but you don't need to keyword stuff the title. There are service categories and product categories that if you build them out, you know, and they, huh? And customize them as well. Yeah, they that's can... yeah. Build them out, customize. Don't just say we offer this, this, this. Okay. If you actually take the time, you say, you know, if you were in HVAC, we offer heating repair and you build out heating repair because there's a character count within the, uh, the description of the service. Okay. So you say, this is what we do. And you build out the, you know, that description. And then you say, okay, now it's AC repair. And I build out that description. Okay. I install AC units. Okay. Let's build out that description, you know, versus servicing. Yeah, you know, and if you build out each of these things and you can include keywords within those descriptions, yep. then you can have the profile itself can show for more because you've told Google, I do all of these things. You know, you're giving it more info just like you would off your website. Exactly. Now, if you keyword stuff or you lie in GMP listing, your listing will be taken down by Google. Yeah. And don't, don't be keyword stuffing. Yeah, sometimes it depends on the butt. But pro tip here, if you're having, and a lot of people don't realize this, I didn't know this till earlier this year. Um, when you uh, chat with Google, a little chat box comes up. As, when this is directed to Google My Business Listings, when you chat with them, when you chat via email, or if you ever end up getting a phone call with them, um, these the GMBs, they are pretty much almost 100% maintained by volunteers. So be nice to these people because they got no meat in the game. <laughs> don't yell at them. Don't cuss at them. The nicer you are to them, the more they'll be willing to work with you because they're volunteers, 100%. They got Google My Business is a free service. It's mostly ran by volunteers. And be nice to them, and they will help you resolve the issue to the best of their ability or give you instructions as well. Yeah. Yeah, so your your profile is hugely important. Is there any last like takeaways you'd want to offer up? Use video. Videos look really cool. Um, they will autoplay on your listing. So you you pull up your Google My Business listing. Someone's interested in your business. They click on it. Uh, you got information. You the information. Sometimes there's your images. Well, the videos will start autoplaying. It's eye catching because then they're like, "Oh, what's this movie?" And they scroll up and they click on the video and they sit there and watch it. It's a great way for you to personalize yourself yeah. with your potential client. Uh, I have an attorney client of mine that does this and he talks about his areas of practice and they're short one minute, 30 second videos. Um, he's not selling anything. He's just telling you, Hey, this is what I do. This is why, I'm, this is why it's important. And a lot of my clients, those videos uh, autoplay and they can see them. Um, yes. 
also, or is it just GIS? I don't know. What, is Aaron still arguing about that? <laughs> you can put those on your GMB listing. On and when it comes to when you're putting pictures and descriptions, don't keep saying this. Don't keep um, saying your information. Your what I mean by that is on your listing, your name, phone number, email. I mean, your name, phone number, and um, website are already there. Do not take that information, put in the description, or put it physically on the picture itself because Google will take it down. You're just repeating information that's already there, and it's annoying. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been great. We've been talking Google My Business, Google Business Profiles, and I'm sure they'll rename it something else next year. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or later on down the road. Yeah, soon soon enough. You know, because I think it's had four different names in its history at least. Um, you know, Tony, how would people get a hold of you if they want you know your help? Well, there's a couple different ways to do it. Um, I'm pretty much all over the place except for LinkedIn. I know Cash, we were talking about that earlier. Well, I am on LinkedIn. But uh, if you look me up, Tech Tony or Hi, H I Tech Tony, uh, I'll come up. I'm on Twitter. Well, it's not Twitter anymore. It's X as Hi Tech Tony. I do have a TikTok. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I do X, X, formerly known as Twitter. X, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah. And if you just want some education material, all my videos and my personal podcast as well. 100% free. There's no paywall, and uh, I try to t uh, try to keep that fairly up to date, so small businesses know what they're doing. And a lot of my educational materials is how to use digital marketing for free or under 100 bucks. Because one of the greatest things about our industry cat is that there's no uh, gatekeeper. Like if you want to run uh, a radio ad, you can't build your own tower on your business. Start running a radio ad. You yeah, gotta right. a gatekeeper. Yeah. Uh, digital marketing, every business can start lever leveraging this for free and generate brand awareness and lead generation and um, grow their business online. So yeah. if you want to learn, uh, look me up on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and a personal podcast with uh, Tech Tony or High Tech Tony and the free education. And people can reach out to me, ask me questions on Twitter, on TikTok, and I'll probably make a video replying to you. Okay, well, this has been another great episode. I'm Cash Miller, hostess uh, Marketing Masters and CEO of Titan Digital. Thank you for joining us as we've been talking about Google, my uh, Google business profile and the things you need to be doing to keep it up to date. Make sure you stay on top of it. Cash has been great, man. Appreciate you having me. Yep, great to have you on.